Welcome to NARAL's The Morning After. Each Thursday, our podcast brings you the latest on reproductive health care, progressive politics, and the fight to keep abortion safe and legal. NARAL's The Morning After is a production of NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ProChoiceOH. Enjoy the show! I'm Kelly. I'm Jordan. I'm Michelle. And welcome back to NARAL's The Morning After. It's been a minute since we had like a real live podcast. We're bringing on some guests. So we have uh, Michelle Davis, who works for Women Have Options and is the lead escort and coordinates the escort program at uh, Your Choice. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jordan Close, who's my former intern, but also a youth testify storyteller and works for Urge as their state coordinator. So welcome to the <laughs> to NARAL's The Morning After, guys. <laughs> Say you. hi. Hi. Jordan. You've met with presidentially adjacent people recently, including Elizabeth Warren. My queen, yes. Your queen. <laughs> so so you stand. I have never stand a candidate harder than Elizabeth Warren. All right. That's awesome. So uh, tell us how meeting her went. Um, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I was dragged to Cincinnati to go to her town hall, which I was not thrilled about. Um, yeah, you could have seen it in Columbus the night before, but uh, you had an event. <laughs> I was busy. <laughs> um, I also met Aftab. He smelled like old books, um, so that was nice. Like, <laughs> like mothballs old books or like no, nice old books? like nice, like expensive old books. Mahogany like leather. Editions. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he invested in his home library. Yes. <laughs> he's a tall candidate. Um, he's amazing. And he's all right. I guess. I don't know. He's tall. Warren was amazing. Her entire town hall... She had three-point policy plans for everything on the earth. She's got a plan for it. Um, but you also <laughs> bird-dogged her, like, but like in a positive way. So bird-dogging is when you like uh, go to a candidate pretending that you don't know anything, and then you just like hone in on a very aggressive question and then like don't let them escape before you get an answer on yes. the record. In her infamous picture line, I waited patiently because when she was speaking out about abortion, she said, no one wants abortion. No one, abortion is not their first choice. And I was like, (laughs) I disagree, (laughs) actually. But she was was actually receptive to it. Yeah, as soon as I walked up for the picture, did not let her interns take the picture until I spoke to her. And I was like, hey love you, would lay down my life for you. Don't do that. But (laughs) I was like, "Mm, one second, though. (laughs) Not everyone regrets their abortion. I do not. A lot of people in this crowd do not, based on their reaction to what you said. So just in the future, that language is very stigmatizing. I wouldn't recommend it (laughs) when you roll out your policy. And then uh, she was like, no, for sure. And then we had a very um, productive, like, five-minute conversation about it. And then later that week, she rolled out her abortion policy. And all of the language on Twitter and in the policy was very inclusive and not stigmatizing. So Um, so you're just a stigma-busting machine, apparently, because you also are a Youth Testify member, which means you tell your story about your abortion. Tell us about your abortion, Jordan. Uh, Oh, my God. Where to start? What was the best part? The snacks. I run on a um, very strict pro-abortion, pro-snack platform. I support it. Um, what are your what what snacks are you are you uh, promising the masses? Well, I had Cheez-Its and juice, and I don't know what if kind I of juice. Apple juice. Okay. Um, eating Cheez-Its and juice together 
isn't that great normally, but I was also very high at the time on laughing gas, so it was amazing. Um, the snacks that I would have, if I had to choose a snack, <laughs> probably like s'mores and like a nice glass of 2% milk <laughs> with two ice cubes. You know, I do and it like... it becomes 1%. <laughs> exactly. I do like chocolate milk over shaved ice. It's good stuff. Uh, Jordan's, you, you've also talked about your abortion story too recently with WSYX. How was that experience? Great. I mean, like, so, so the, the piece was like talking about two people who have had abortions. Yes. And so there was you who was very like laid back and I guess for a lack of a better word, chill about your abortion. (laughs) Um, so tell us like what, like what was the piece about? Like what, like why were you the one asked to do it? And, uh, how you think the piece turned out? Um, I think I was the one asked to do it because I was the only one available on such short notice. No. Um, <laughs> but it was pretty good. Um, the only thing I knew going into it is that they were trying to find both sides of the abortion story. Um, and right to life, that was the only person they could find. <laughs> and I talked about my story and it was, he said I used humor as a as a coping mechanism, I was like, "That's not his direct quote." I don't know. If I recall correctly, you said, "Why do I have to cry about my abortion in order to take my work seriously?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, yes, yes, beautiful." That, that's the quote. Quote me. Tweet it. It was amazing. <laughs> it was everything that I could have ever hoped for. In and I'm sorry that it didn't make the cut. For right, there was so much good content. So, but it's a pretty good like piece, um, despite like some of like the things that we would have wanted to see in it. But like they have to be. They have to present uh, balanced journalism as well, they, th- I, yeah, well, um, <laughs> so I appreciated your stigma busting and just being like, yeah, I had an abortion. What about it? So me at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am. I feel like I'm the only one on this podcast who hasn't had one. So actually, no, I am. I am. You are. That's you, true. You should feel that way because it's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't have feelings about it. It is, is, it is a fact I have not had an abortion. We had the same abortion. Yeah. We were both like. Can I go home now? <laughs> More snacks. We got Netflix to watch. No, that didn't exist when I had my head. <laughs> now I feel like I had an old abortion. <laughs> OG. I'll take it. So, <laughs> Michelle, you you have been on. This is not the first time you've been on the podcast. No. How many times have you been on the podcast? This might be the third time. So. This is the first time with me though. Um, but we hang out a lot outside of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We went to West Virginia recently. Yes, we did. What were we doing in West Virginia? Um, we were doing a clinic defense slash celebration. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So there's only one clinic in West Virginia. That's a women's health center it's in Charleston. It's an amazing clinic. Yeah. They have like a really great staff and they have a really great abortion fund that is just like if you put all of the cool repro organizations in Columbus into one massive kick-ass organization and yeah. we love them. West Virginia free. Yeah. They're amazing. And it's not, they're actually not the only abortion fund in, no. in West Virginia. They also have the Holler Health Justice Fund. Yep. And they're those are, amazing. Those are such badass names. I know. I know. They're so cool. <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, ours has been around for a long time. Yeah. So ours is an OG. So why, why were they having like a clinic defense and like a celebration down there in West Virginia? Well, I think part of it is they were working on passing some legislation through city council. Yeah. Which did, I think, did pass. It did pass. pass. It, um, they passed something similar to like what we passed in Columbus in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a... Kind of a buffer zoning. Yeah. Like a constitutionally approved right, buffer zone. Exactly. Which really, 
has its limitations because it's like really all it means is that like the protesters can't follow you to your car. Right. It's, um, it's, it's to make people feel safe. Yeah. And, and I mean the West Virginia clinic, like the protesters are like right up on the patient. So it's definitely something Blocking needed. the parking lot, screaming, blocking the sidewalks. You know, I saw like a video of the, like the clinic there recently and it's just like three or four dudes preaching at the same time. And that just, is that how Jesus works? I'm very confused. I feel like that's <laughs> every day, everywhere you go. There's just three men following you, telling you how the world works. Yeah, but it's not usually like three or four men like speaking in tongues. No, it's not. <laughs> like different, clearly different styles of preaching. That's very true. <laughs> and I'm so happy for them. that They have such good advocacy and they really do. They deserve all the buffer zones. Yeah. And West Virginia Free uh, definitely has uh, some of the best swag. And I say that as like a connoisseur of That's swag. That's very true. We were very impressed with our swag. We it came was, home very well. I was like, I'm wearing a sweater, you guys. A sweater. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was amazing. I was like, I, you're just giving me a sweatshirt with a nice design. Yeah. They have game 100%. And their offices are so cool. I know. Their clinic is so cool. They're all cool. It yeah. was a good experience. Yeah. So shout out to our friends at West Virginia Free. Mm-hmm. Um, but you tend to travel for pleasure often. <laughs> you, well, ha, ha, okay. How many clinics have you been to as a, as a guest court? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's hard to say like the first time we did it, I ended up being an anti <laughs> and filming the whole thing. So <laughs> I found myself carrying a Malachi sign around the clinic, um, in 90 degree heat for several hours and then going out to lunch with the anti. So that was weird. She was a spy. <laughs> That was a few years ago before people were like, nice try. <laughs> yeah, that was before she was a recognized uh, entity. Known I'm gonna, trash. I'm need more information on that later. We can talk. It, okay. was, it, was, it was interesting. So Michelle that, has had an evolution. I, we, have, we started this journey in repro like around the same time. So we've true. just kind of grown up and repro together. <laughs> so Okay, so how many clinics have you guest scored at? Not including the one where you were an actual accidental anti. I don't know. I've, I don't know. We went to I don't know. A lot. You've Several. been to Mississippi. You've been to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Where's the furthest you've gone? Mississippi. Okay. Definitely. And you were saying they have a really weird relationship with their protesters it's there. It's just different. And I realized the more that I've been to other clinics, every single clinic is so different. Than even, even in Columbus, the clinics are totally different. It's just, they're so good at like politely trash talking the antis that's the south for you it's beautiful <laughs> i mean it's beautiful like we couldn't do it we don't have that finesse like, <laughs> like we just don't talk to them it's not like like i love like during day i'm like well good morning coleman he's like good morning like are you here to harass some women today? <laughs> He's like, well, I don't know, Dorinda. Are you here to open the gates of hell? And it's just like very, like very politely cutting. Oh it's beautiful. Do they say bless your heart? Yes. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Yes. That, that, that was, uh, yes. Yeah. I know me too. <laughs> it's a different world. It's oh. amazing. I, I, I still claim it. So yeah. there's something, there's <laughs> yeah. something about it. So, um, but most recently you went to, I, I assume most recently, maybe something has happened since you went to Indianapolis and you both went to Indianapolis. <laughs> that was I, this week, yeah, this past okay. weekend yes. for pride. Yeah. Yeah. There were, it's interesting because the same people that protest at the clinic mm-hmm. also protest at mosques and protest at pride. Like their hate is very intersectional. <laughs> and so we went to be intersectional as well. Yeah. And we just went to kind of, 
point out how stupid they are. And so that, you know, just to bring some levity to their... <laughs> I feel like we're the most familiar with the, the anti-protesters, because, probably because we see them the most consistently. Like, Pride only happens once a year, but the clinic's open every week. Right. And it's the same losers going mm-hmm. to Pride that bother people going yeah. to doctor's appointments. So. And I've, I've joined you in Columbus doing this before and yes. almost got maced while pregnant. Uh, yes, that was terrifying. <laughs> it was. Don't go to Stonewall Pride. Community Pride's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It will be there this, this Saturday. It'll be a good time. Yeah. Well, we'll all be there. Yeah. Um, all day. I think all we're all day. tabling there. Yeah. You urge and women have options to both have a table together and then NARAL Pro-Choice Ohio has one. I'm excited. So lots of repro folks showing yeah. up for Pride like we're supposed to. And PP will be there. <laughs> and I think PJP maybe will even be there. There's going to be. Everybody's going to be there. It's going to be. Know. It's going to be a. It's a community <laughs> party. It's the yeah. people's party. It's going to be great. Oh, I like that. The people's party. <laughs> um. So what happened? How was Indianapolis? <laughs> it was great. It was great. Go for it. <laughs> um, it was a it was a wild time. We all almost died at different times of the day. Not because of the antis. I feel like no. I should say that. No, um, because we didn't eat food and we're <laughs> dumb. Um, but yeah, we. You guys are my favorite trash bags. <laughs> so trash. <laughs> um, Michelle only ate Twizzlers. I did and drink water. Um, but we found oh, that one guy first. Brian Shrank. Not to give him a shout out, he doesn't exist, so this won't affect anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's literally, he, his look, I would say, like, you know, when you watch, like, an 80s Dateline episode and they're interviewing a pedophile that wants to have their face somewhat skewed, they have tape on a beard and, like, put on a ball cap and, like, they're, like, just look and ordinary and forgettable. Yeah, and their voice is like, I was with the children at <laughs> Like, that's Brian Shrank. Like, his whole look is, like, what interview did you just get out of? Yikes. Yeah. So. And he tried to literally sprint away from us. Yeah. He's but then stood on a bench and like blocked himself in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He sprinted and I didn't know I could still run <laughs> until I looked down and I was jumping over a row of scooters. <laughs> so, but it was fun. We just rang bells and blue whistles and did My parachutes. Whistles. The narrow whistles. That's right. They yeah. are. Very good whistles. Yeah. I feel like I need to do a new order of whistles since, like, that's, like, two logos ago. I mean, they're, it's a good whistle. We Please. would appreciate all the whistles. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I got you. They're amazing. Another anti ran over my ankle with their scooter. They have an anti <laughs> on a mobile cooler. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a scooter that has been... A schooler? That has been... A cooter. Upcycled. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know if I can say that on the radio. <laughs> it was an upcycled cooler slash scooter that he was using to attack people. Yeah. Um, he ran over my ankle. Yes. It was interesting. He was running interference. And then the best part, I think, was when he drove away at 20 miles an hour when he left. Brian ran out of pride as well. Yeah. And we found a couple other ones. Um, then we enjoyed the parade. You told someone that you were their mom? Um, yes, John Jacob. <laughs> John Jacob is an Indiana um, protester as well. His name is John Jacob. Jingleheimer Jingle Schmidt. Schmidt. Yes. And we're in love. <laughs> and you're also his mom. Um, his son's mom. I, I told his son that I was his real mom because right I am. Right next to he his was old real enough. mother. Angie. Oh. Angie. Angie. I can tell that one over well. Angie. It was very weird, though, because I guess, like, Indianapolis cops are less violent, awful than CPD. I All cops like, are bad, but I guess I feel like, like that's less. a low bar. Yes, it because is. Because no the one cops came over and were like, "You're thinking to them," and I was like, "No cops at Pride, man!" And started actually, she was like, it. "No cops at Pride!" Into a right megaphone. in their face, mm-hmm. um, and no one. Everyone was like, "Why are you?" Everyone was like, "Why are you yelling that?" And I was like, "Oh." But also. <laughs> 
I guess the same thing didn't happen here. <laughs> right. I mean, we, there's a reason. No one's gotten maced at Indianapolis Pride. You know, or beaten or, mm-hmm. yeah, brutalized. That's, that must so. be nice. Yeah. After the parade, we took a lift. Over. <laughs> we did take a lift. It was 15 blocks, though. It was, it was really That's, warm. <laughs> I, I would also take a lift a and mile we and a half. the whole Pride, so yeah. we were like, yeah, we'll just take a lift over to the festival. We moseyed. We didn't make it in, but no. we, we stayed outside where they were open air preaching is what they call it. They were yelling hateful things and being booed. I mean, it wasn't. So the whole point was just to bring levity, to point out that they're stupid and that nothing they say matters and nobody cares and they're not real people. It was amazing. Sorry, um, guys. The the gays are winning. I mean, gay couples kept making out in front of them and was, like their blood vessels were exploding. There was blood pumping in all kinds of places. Everyone in Gen Z is gay. Sorry, not sorry. And then I mean, a MAGA came over. A MAGA? A wild MAGA hat. <laughs> in the wild. Wandered. wandered. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Who just... Okay. He went there... Looking to, for a fight. I mean... Made it very clear that he wasn't with them, but also was standing right next to them for mm-hmm. protection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, how scary it must be to be a white man in a MAGA hat. And he... I mean, he's not even worth... Disgusting. He's just such a small. I clean under your fingernails. Once, just ew, once. ew, yeah, ew. It was bad. Anyway, uh, <laughs> not a fan. So Indianapolis Pride. Are you guys going to Columbus or Indianapolis Pride? What word? Uh, a Columbus, Indiana. Yes, that's the word. The Columbus, one Indiana. The, <laughs> we tired. went to that last year. Like uh, Clarissa and Kerouac and I went to that. Because they, that was the one that was organized by like a high school student. Yeah, and it was their it was first a, pride. It was amazing. Are they going to do it again? I don't know. There were no haters. Like, it was Aww, amazing. It that's was, awesome. It was great. And that's a cool city, too. It's yeah. very cool. So, our, our sister city, as it were. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. <laughs> they have really cool architecture. Anyway, sorry. I mean, I'll show you pictures later, but. <laughs> so, yeah. So. All right. And then just because uh, we haven't talked about it because we haven't been on the podcast since April, uh, Michelle joined me at a Stop the Bands protest in Dayton, which was on a Tuesday at noon in <laughs> Dayton and actually had a really good crowd. The crowd the totally surprising. was amazing. Like for over that. 200 people. It was amazing. Like Dayton shows up. I love Dayton. They really do. And, and that was amazing. And it was at. In front of... It was in front of Premier Health, um, which if you didn't know, we have been campaigning against for the last two months because they refused to sign a transfer agreement with Dayton's only abortion clinic. Um, so yeah, 200 people on a Tuesday at lunch outside the corporate office demanding Premier sign the transfer agreement. And it was great. It was great. And like people shared stories and like sometimes I'm kind of like scared to give the megaphone to people I don't know, but everybody was great. Everybody was super thoughtful. People shared their abortion stories and like... It was moving. There it, were moments yeah. of it. It was empowering, but there were moving parts. There were parts where it was very moving, too. It yeah. was a nice rally. I mean, it, it definitely highlighted, like, what Dayton will lose if excess right. isn't in their community. Um, and I, I'm, it's probably one of my, it's probably my favorite rally I've ever done. It was a nice rally. Yeah. So it was part of, like, a nationwide movement, but we made it local because we gotta. Right. Um, it was in response to Ohio and several other states passing the near-total abortion ban, uh, which we introduced first, as our anti, le- anti-choice legislators like to remind us every time a bill comes up. It's like, we did this first. It's like, it's not something to be proud of, guys. Right. So, but we, I, I don't know. I'm just proud that we managed to hold off it being passed for eight years. Um, so, 
No one, no one tells that story. Right. <laughs> that it, they trot this garbage legislation out every year. Like, <laughs> I mean, it took you eight years to pass it. It's not a victory, guys. It's just you finally uh, stack the stack the deck in your favor and enough. Can we talk about the drafter of this legislation? Can we talk about Janet? Can we talk about <laughs> yeah. the craziness Janet. that is? I mean, she was Roy Moore's spokesperson and disinvited from the bill signing right. by Mike Dwight. Right. So, You're so much. Wait, what? Yeah, she, yeah, and she wasn't allowed at the signing. What was the tea? Spill it. No one likes her. She's no a, one likes her. She's fair. a literal monster. Like even yeah. the even the Republicans don't like her because she is a pain in their ass. True. There's footage of her and Mark Harrington from Created Equal at and oh I'm sorry and uh, Christina Hagen, former disgraced rep Christina Hagen, <laughs> at the State House testifying with the Duggars. Yikes. I have receipts <laughs> yeah they were like this seems like a good idea for what bill uh, i don't remember it was abortion stuff obviously but i mean it was probably the heartbeat bill at one point one of the mil- millions of times they trotted it out and spent all of it. don't you love when they bring people from out of state to testify on a bill the duggars the duggars sure <laughs> why not let's just bring like a family with a, a Some s- severe pro- like i guess janet does gravitate towards child molesters so i guess that makes that's not a good habit (laughs) roy moore and the duggars so but but our dayton rally turned out great (laughs) dayton rally was amazing um i mean yeah (laughs) the thing about like the rallies is like the bill was already passed so there's not a lot we can do uh other than yell and that's that's why we wanted to go to dayton make it like a locally focused rally so channel some of the anger to that bill being passed into like tangible action right i think it turned out really well same so Thanks for coming to Dayton to join me. Heck yes. Yeah. I was, it was great. It, okay. was, it was a good rally. I'm glad we went. That was another thing Jordan was invited to and didn't come. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing that day. Probably sleeping in. Probably, definitely. So. That's definitely <laughs> what was happening. You're like, I mean, the odds are 100%. But <laughs> <laughs> I definitely slept until like 3 p.m. that day. I mean, we drove all No, actually, I think you were out of so. town. I think you might have been in Florida. Yeah. Look, sleeping in in Florida. <laughs> Fine. I'll just wake up at 3 p.m. to 30 texts from Kelly. Like, are you even? <laughs> Rolls over and goes back to sleep. <sighs> I'm, I'm the mom here. <laughs> anyway, we have some upcoming events. Um, we have all the prides this month. Um, I have a pride on Saturday. We're going to do Columbus Community Pride. Next weekend is Springfield and Cincinnati. And I oh, might wow. have also added Middletown. I don't know nice. yet. I'm waiting to hear back. That's Candace Keller's district. Get it. Also. Mm. So that's Friday night if anybody wants to come table Dang. with me. Um, I was like, Jamie's like, that's going to be scary. I'm like, that's exactly why we need to be there. That sounds like a fun time, actually. Yeah. So next Friday, yeah. if I am accepted as a vendor, come join me. Okay. I'm clearing my schedule. I know. And then <laughs> the last weekend, I have Yellow Springs and Portsmouth. So Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I'm going to Portsmouth. I get to send the interns to Yellow Springs because yeah. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> the weekend of Comfest. Comfest. Yes. Comfest. All we the, have a lot of stuff. On we have Comfest. a lot of stuff at Comfest. All the Comfest shifts uh, for volunteers are full already. Yes. So, so tell us what you guys are going to be doing at Comfest. You go on. I only know about what I'm doing. It's the main thing that we're doing, though. Okay. <laughs> I mean, on Sunday at four, I believe. At the solar stage, we are doing a abortion speak out and storytelling event with Women Have Options and the Youth Testify Storytellers, and it'll be a fun time. All of my friends are flying in. I'm so excited. 
And that's on Sunday? Yes. Okay, so I will be back and I will be able to come. Yay. So. And then I know that is it, uh, Maggie from Women Have Options got a grant to be the EC fairy at ComFest. Yeah, she has an EC fairy. Like, she's um, doing an EC fairy program. So, like, people, we can still have people um, volunteer if they want to put on tutus and makeup and sprinkle emergency contraception around ComFest. That sounds ideal. And condoms, obviously. We still have the condom fairies. Yeah. Same fairy. Amazing. <laughs> Whole new bag. <laughs> so, it's going to be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to be passing out EC at Community Pride as well. So, oh, yes. So if you are in the need for EC, then find Women Have Options or like literally anybody associated because I have some at my desk. It's, it's 4.30 on this. Amazing. On that Sunday, by the way. On Sunday. Solar stage. There's also free EC at the Garden now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hi. nice. The Garden, they're a good group of folks. Mm-hmm. Um, Ace of Cups has it. Okay, great. Anybody else that wants it can have some. Spreading to, it around the city. Yeah. It's free. Just, like, literally contact anybody, like, who knows somebody. Right. It's not hard to find. Right, yeah. Um, and then another event that we are still in the process of putting together, we are doing an Ask for Jane screening um, at Gateway Film Center on June 26th. Uh, and there's going to be a talkback panel after the film with uh, Stephanie Sherwood from Women Have Options, Jordan Close right here, uh, Elena Ramsey from Ohio Religious Coalition for Reproductive Choice. We might have somebody else join us, um, and I'm going to be moderating. That's going to be awesome. So, and uh, after that, <laughs> um, it's the same night as one of the Democratic debates. So, if you stick around at Gateway, you can. There's going to be a couple of organizations tabling, like Narrow's going to be tabling, and a couple other orgs before the Democratic debates. So just come hang out from like 6 to 11 (laughs) on June 26th at Gateway. Um, Gateway is super excited about this. I'm pretty sure the proceeds from the, for like from tickets from the film go to either the ACLU or NARAL. I don't know who it is yet. I just put this on and didn't care who got the money. So <laughs> this was planned, I believe, with a slumber party. It was. It was. We had planned. a giant abortion slumber party. Yep. So, so it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't for work. It was just a bunch of people. No, who, it was just a bunch of us in the space that were like, let's have a sleepover. Feminist sleepover. It was amazing. It was. <laughs> We definitely did something. all the things you'd expect. We in, summoned <laughs> demons was in the stratosphere. It was amazing. It was so. It was so much fun. There was definitely a Ouija board. There were definitely candles. There was definitely me doing makeup in a place and time and state that I should not be doing makeup. It was amazing. It was a good sure time. I held up a cookie at some point in the night. <laughs> Uh, Jordan was not quite functional anymore. (laughs) It was a long night. I was having a great time. That was a long. There was something that day too. Like yeah, there was. Oh yeah, you guys went down to Cincinnati for training. That's right. And Jordan and I were at the vote run lead training. That's right. That was a long day. It was a very long (laughs) day. It was a long, a borderific day. So it was great. Yeah. It wasn't good. (laughs) I loved it. So I mean, I think we should have gone to your training. Yeah. It was. It was. It was really good. But. We can train. We're tra- we they were training trainers. Oh, so. dope. Yeah. So can you train me to be a trainer? Or I don't know. Yeah. So I that's don't know where what level that is. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but maybe, maybe. You know what? Maybe. I mean, do you have your learning materials? materials? Yeah, and and we have stuff. So okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, maybe we'll host a training. Yeah. Someone sometime soon. I think soon. that's definitely going to be in the works. Cool. Um, but as far as I know, that's all we have for now. But I mean, I feel like the six remaining prides I have is more than enough for the month of June. You're busy. I am. June is just a month. Early July, we'll have a couple of things coming out of the pipe. Uh, Feminist Flag Corps is definitely going to be in Duda again. Yes. So keep an eye out for that. 
Um, and I'm sure I'll be joining you. Maybe I'll bring my toddler since I have a covered wagon this year. Oh, nice. He was a little overheated last year, so. It's like the hot, I feel like it's the hottest day of the year. It's probably not true, but it really, I mean, it really feels like it. I feel like just any time I'm outside in the summer, I'm like, is, this <laughs> is the hottest I've ever been. Well, ever July, my 4th, July 4th, you're like on a parade route. It's like two hours long. There's no shade at all. People are only <laughs> offering you alcohol and not water. Like, I'm so thirsty. Would a squirt gonna Jameson help? No. Sir, I am eight <laughs> months pregnant. I do not want that. I mean, I'll take it, but will it help? No. <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, if I wasn't pregnant in 2017, maybe it would have been fun, but it, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a day. Last year was fun. We were an angry mob. Yeah. This year, some of us will probably be on roller skates. Probably. Oh, that reminds me. Tonight is oh, yes. Skate Against State Violence. Yes. Be quick. Yeah. So Community Pride fundraiser. Come roller skate. Amazing. For Pride. Also, if anyone is interested in being paid to canvas, I'm currently hiring for my summer campaign to have comprehensive sex ed added to the curriculum for Columbus City Schools. All right. Well, thanks. Thank thanks you for, for joining in on that, guys. <laughs> thanks for joining me. I don't know if any of this is going to go on the radio, <laughs> but it was a fun podcast. Amazing. Bye. 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 <laughs>